like you get you get like one like just fucking just weird idiom that is yours that you can have like that yeah it's bone hour it's bone hour man. it's bone hour you know what yeah if you if you're you just do a lot of foreplay really stretch it out or then it's fucking like 30 minutes yeah. <laughs> it's, it was... it's bedtime like i'm old i don't know <laughs> I think it was on uh, I think it was on Reddit. Maybe it was just some shit posts. It's like, what do I do? My during sex, my husband says it go. He says he can stop him from going goblin mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? I'm going goblin mode. Yeah. And then when he finishes, he says goblin mode deactivates, and then won't re- <laughs> and, then, and then won't acknowledge it ever again. <laughs> like, how do I get my husband to stop going goblin mode? You know, you just get one. You just get one weird thing like that. Just lean into it, you know. Going goblin mode. Get out of hell. <laughs> yeah, but what what are we doing, Brent? Do an intro. Uh, okay. Center myself. Uh, hey everybody. Find your chi. Find my key deep inside me. Uh, Dave says shuriken chai. instead of shuriken. When? And he says Kai instead of Key. I just said hey, everybody. a minute ago. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Meanwhile in Ohio. Did you guys know that in the grim darkness of the far future, there's only war? Have no. you heard this wonderful news? That's Tell what we're talking more. about today. Warhammer 40,000. Now, my co-host here, David Nick. Hi. Uh, Dave has, like, the most experience with this. Uh... Nick, you have like zero, right? Uh, well, I read. Remembering I, yeah, zero. I've never played, but I did do some reading, as I said I would. So I have some knowledge, not a lot. Though. Couldn't play the, the game to save my life, but you read the entire Black Library. You're up to date. I've gone okay. through all the different uh, side stories, all the novels. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious what pissed I'm at Erebus as the rest of us are. Just Erebus. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what's going on, but it's fine. I'm here. I'm here for what it. You, what, so what What did you read up on? What jumped out at you about Warhammer 40K? So, uh, I, I guess, so don't like, tell me what you read up on. Like, what stuck out in your mind? Uh, like, this is, and this is not an insult, so don't take it that way. This is like the ultimate nerd game. Uh, not only do you get to construct oh, yeah. your miniatures, uh, you get to paint your miniatures. Um, yeah. And then, depending on where you play the game, like, there's only certain, like, you can only use... Uh, the miniatures are the pieces that are like made by the company. Uh, so you can't 3d print them or anything like that. And yeah, the that's rules for engagement and scoring seemed wildly. Like you really need to be into measuring and all kinds of stuff. It was, is yeah, it's yeah. It's funny. Cause in the, in the hierarchy of like how dirty of a nerd you are, like how, how nerdy of a nerd you are. Yeah. This isn't even the bottom. Jesus. card players and larpers still exist you know, yeah that's true. that's true i don't do i mean they're holding us up well yeah we're still a step below historical miniature players. oh well they're just fucking they're all fucking badasses they're all they're all just really smart like fucking phd guys you know <laughs> like they'll they'll be like come here come here we're doing a historically accurate artillery bombardment here have have a glass of whiskey you know, like they're all just like <laughs> that's a pretty big yeah, and that's like the big thing, especially around these parts, man. Yeah, so, well, they they have miniature games like Warhammer 40k. Oh, they have, oh, they're, they're World War II games. games. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. The, like, well, yeah. bolt action and uh, was it Flames of War? 
Flames of War. Yeah. yeah one of them used to, to be the most popular one. And then the, I think it was, what was it? Bolt Action was the more popular one. And then Flames of War came out. I can't yeah, remember. I don't, I don't remember. But they're, yeah, yeah, they're just World War II mini Sims, which are, I mean, it's cool. It is yeah, cool. it's neat. I'm just not into, I don't well, I'm not into like real wars that much. You know? I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to role play as literal Nazis. Just fans see that's, Nazis. and that's what I would do. I would be, I would totally make like an SS army and like, so the, I, that makes me uncomfortable. So, so then your goal would actually be to succeed. So you're actually being like, you know what? Because you, you want to win. Yeah. You want to win. But how do you just, how do you justify that one? <laughs> Well, you don't. So you play 40k. Yeah, yeah. you're still a a Nazi, but you're you're a space Nazi. So you're a fantasy Nazi now. (laughs) Yeah. So for those of you who are uninitiated, Warhammer 40k is kind of like, uh, what's a good way to describe it? It's kind of like chess, um, but instead of like pawns, you have soldiers. worst, Worst way to describe it. Okay. Okay. How would you describe it? It's like a, it's like an RTS, except it's fucking with tabletop mini okay that's fair yeah but there's no like base building like you you predetermine what your army is um nice. yeah i just see it as like the natural evolution from chess is why i, I use the chess metaphor but that's okay, fair so... it's it's like an rts so weird <sighs> it's like checkers but <laughs> i mean it's not like checkers because never mind never mind this like guy. a fellow. I feel, you know, I never, I don't, I played Risk a few times. I feel like. Oh, fuck. It's like Risk. It's just like Risk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like Risk. So, but the board go. isn't as, like, the board's not as uh, restrictive, right? You have, like, yeah. physical pieces of terrain. So, like, you have a little miniature that looks like what a little the, space uh, marine. Yeah, what is, what is the, the upgraded version of Risk? Um, that's oh. World War II. What is that game oh. called? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I, I want to say access and allies. But... Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, access okay. and allies. Uh, that is, yeah, because the units have individual stats. There's different unit types and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, smaller scale though. It's not world domination. It's like a, it's one battle. You know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There is an like Nick was saying. There also is the the hobby side of it. So besides just playing the game, you collect and build these models which hopefully you think look cool because if you don't i don't know why you're playing yeah and then you paint them right i mean that's that's kind of a cross between of how i got in there because i i used to put together like modeled planes and you know cars and stuff when i was younger i, I used to yeah. the modeling aspect was a big part of my childhood um yeah. and then uh yeah a buddy of mine was like oh yeah i play this game that's just like that except there's a game involved i'm like well that sounds cool what do you do and he's like yeah you get skeletons and fucking it's fucking awesome i'm like oh i love skeletons tell me more i love skelly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's a. it's a big part of it and it's it's really it deters a lot of people too which kind of surprises me like it'll they'll be straight up nerds and they they are not attracted to the like that's how ryan is our buddy ryan i know so. yeah he, he doesn't want to build and paint things yeah he's got no creative bones in his body that's uh, weird to me <laughs> i feel like you could have like a sweet uh you know this uh, party where you like maybe indulge in some adult beverages and paint your miniatures yeah we used to do paint nights yeah, yeah. I think that'd be awesome it, it's one of the it was one of the easier ways to motivate yourself to do it is like get together with your buddies to do it it's like now you have yeah. to <laughs> yeah now i have to paint some stuff yeah yeah but uh, and there is like there's nothing i and i've never finished painting a 40k army uh i've played other miniature games where i have like fully painted 
like crews, like smaller uh, skirmish size games, it feels great putting down a fully painted done army. You know? Yeah. I remember we went to, uh, <laughs> we went, Dave and I went to this uh, tournament in Saginaw, Michigan. And it's not a real competitive scene up there, but they are so talented. Everything is painted super well. Everything had little like like personal touches to it. Like they they did like extra modeling to to make the things look unique, you know? Customize their minis. Yeah, customize their minis. I was literally playing a list that was uh, just spamming Chaos Space Marines. So I brought them in a box, like a shoe box, and I just dumped them on the table all unpainted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on, I just gotta set these guys up, you know. And like, I did, I didn't win in my defense. It wasn't like it was a, it was a meme list kind of, but like, I did okay, you know. And I just remember being so embarrassed, like setting up against like, these, like, oh, the air gets sucked out of the room. Like, <laughs> no, they were so nice. They were just so okay. excited that we came from so far away to play. But they like, I mean, yeah, I was embarrassed. They they had a great community, and I just we just went up there and. Dave's stuff was mostly done. He had some gray, I think. Uh, I think everything was primed at the very least. But That's I, something. I, yeah, I had I had colors on everything at least. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, that was fun though. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, well, I guess we can talk about our history with it. So, Dave, you got me into it. Uh, I was looking at it. It's not it's not twenty years like I thought. It's probably more like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years. Because I started in fifth edition. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when you started? What like what yearish that you started? Uh, two thousand one, two thousand two. Okay, so not way before me. Like yeah. maybe five or six years before. Me. I, okay. I remember being in high school. Uh, is me Lebowski and Gorney uh, were into it playing forty okay. k. Uh, and I think specifically it was our buddy Charles Charles Gorney. If you remember him in high school, I do not. Okay, um, who got us into it? He might have been a year above us. He was. Um, because he, he played Chainmail, which is the D&D minis. Right. And then he... God, was he working with these guys? Was I think he was working with these these, these middle-aged guys. Um, uh, Bob. I remember Tony. Bob. Oh, oh, these are guys I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you might have... You, I think we've... I've seen Tony recently uh, when we were doing... Warhammer stuff. I'll bet like oh, Dragon's okay. Roost and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, this older group of guys and we played Warhammer with them and stuff too. But he's the one that got like me and Chris into it. Okay. And then yeah. Yeah, it's it's neat. It's it's this weird like if you're not a part of it, it's weird to find out like how big this it's like kinda like a subculture almost. Like like hobby gaming in general, you know? Yeah. It it's weird uh, when you find out when plays, you're like, oh, no shit, you play it. Yeah. Uh, famously, uh, uh, Henry uh, Cavill. Cavill plays Warhammer 40K. Yeah. Robin, Robin Williams, Williams played, played 40K. 40K? <laughs> yeah, he had. He played Dark Eldar. I think he played. No, like, he just played regular Eldar. Oh, regular Eldar. But they were like yeah. black and pink. And he he did like a like a gay affectation when he played them. Like they were like uh, dominatrixes or something. Yeah. Just, it's, yeah. You just, it's always. Yeah. Nobody or very few people make it like their their personality, but like a surprising number of people are like, oh yeah, no, I've played that or I've seen that played, you know? And yeah. So like, oh, hey, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I I really uh I really enjoy the like, especially like the when the the community's healthy and like it's just a bunch of 
whatever, you know, you like, oh, I love I love when that guy's up here because he plays like a, a fun army to play against, even if he's not that good or or vice versa. Like, oh, this guy's great, but I learn so much every time I play against him. Like when it's when it's on, when it's like feeling good, it is it is a great time. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously when you're playing like complete shitheads, it is the worst, which uh, weirdly uh, where we live in Northwest Ohio. I don't know about anymore, but it used to be like a hotbed of like pretty successful players, right? Super competitive. Yeah. Like eight of the 10 best players in the country lived in our area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Played in our, in our local meta. So sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm going up. I'm going to try out this new unit I just bought. And then it's like, oh, the freaking ITC guys are up there and they want to try out their new lists. Yeah. And they would just kick the shit out of you because they're playing the sweatiest lists, you know? Yeah, ITC is the, like the the big global tournament scene, right? For the game, so these are the right. guys who would actually you know travel like to Europe and stuff to play in the World Championships. Yeah, I do like to point out they America. lost like every time they got their shit kicked in every because, time. Yeah, the American meta is so bad. <laughs> the American meta is stupid. We play with like uh, so you put terrain on the board, right? And like so you can hide behind this and block line of sight so people can't shoot you. Yeah, battlefield stuff. Yeah, over in Europe they play like it's beautiful. Their boards look amazing, right? Over here we like we got a coffee can, you know. We got like <laughs> a couple, we got a couple books stacked up. Like it's not that bad, but like big open areas with big shooting lanes, and they just went over there and they just. Kicked it. But uh, yeah. over here, man, they kicked the crap out of us. Uh, yeah. I think that's so, probably the most impressive thing is like just taking those elements to like tabletop game too like you know in reading that stuff it was like you know you have to like you like you said line of sight and all that stuff I think that that's like a legit component of a tabletop game is yeah to me. no so it's, yeah it's pretty cool like if you're into like strategy and stuff like that they are fun games although m- more recent editions have like really kind of simplified the rule set stripped it down so it's less like in its heyday, like when I was playing uh, at my peak, in particular, like Warhammer, the fantasy version of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Brent, we're talking about the the space yeah, version, the sci-fi version. It's uh, the fantasy version was like insanely complex as far as like strategy and the minutia of the rules would go, mm-hmm. uh, because your troops were all in formation and they had facings and. Like you couldn't pre-measure anything, and that was like a big component oh, of the game. So you, yeah, you used to have to be able to pre-measure in 40k either. And man, it was, it was the wild west. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then like in the fantasy game, you would have like artillery units too, and you would have to like declare how far it was going to shoot, and like cannonballs would bounce and stuff like that. It's a, it was a whole thing. Um, yeah. But that was that cool. was yeah that was that was the heyday when I played the most, and I really enjoyed that kind of stuff. Uh, but the game, the not. game has become yeah, has <laughs> yeah become I much, prefer, much simpler. I prefer well. So I would say fifth edition was really simple when I started. Yeah, uh, the game is now in tenth edition, and it it reminds me a lot of fifth edition, and I like it a lot. Uh, this rule set. I want quicker games. Um, it's definitely more intuitive and yeah. I'm that's why I kind of like. I think that's why I like tournament play so much because it's set to two hours per game. Okay. Because like I. I'd rather play two hours and stop and just see who wins than play all five or six rounds and take like three or four hours playing. It's too long for me. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you've got yeah. two players who know the armies and stuff, games can be pretty quick. It's when you yeah. kind of bog things down looking up rules and 
know? right yes if everybody knows exactly what they're doing yes it goes pretty quickly you're right uh so dave what do you think draws people to warhammer 40k uh man i assume the aesthetics right i agree i agree just, do you think the lore it behind it too no, you know, you I, I kind of never well, you never know the lore going into it. You're just like, oh man, that's cool. Fucking, you got an army of Terminator guys. That's neat. Metal skeleton men. Well, like that's when fair. it started. When it started out, was there any lore to it, or was it just a game? And then they built that up around it as it progressed through time. So uh, the way fam- famously, the game it's always been a minis game, and they're just kind of stapling lore around it. So okay. yeah. So the way 40k got its start. Uh, well, this is the rumor I heard anyway. Is that in the the fantasy version of the game, there are this there's this unit called the Chaos Warrior, Chaos Knight, Dave. Uh, the the model or the faction? The model. It's a Chaos Knight, Chaos Warrior. The guy on foot. Yeah, he's on foot. Oh, Chaos Warrior is on foot. The Chaos Knight was on a horse. So he was their like, he was their 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 best selling model, right? For, this is for old school Warhammer, okay? Right. People love the look of this model. So they're like, what if we just make a game where it's a bunch of these guys, right? Uh, and that's kind of where the the aesthetic for, for Warhammer 40K came. Uh, as far as the story, it's, it's, it's definitely heavily based on like Dune and other Golden Age sci-fi, but specifically yeah. Dune, it takes a lot from. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it it takes all those tropes and like all modern like so big drugs. sci-fi yeah, well, sci-fi IPs and stuff like but that. But it's it's very close to doing though. I I don't want to like yeah. I don't want to like you know be wishy-washy about it. It's it's there's there's parts that they have just directly ripped from Dune. Yeah. <laughs> but which is fine. It's a good thing to directly rip from. I'm not I'm not criticizing them. I just I I've seen a lot of pushback when I was doing research for this episode. It's people people don't know. People are just such assholes, you know. Yeah, like yeah. they 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 think that just this this lore popped out of the ether. You well, know? Yeah, what ten years ago there was a big kerfuffle about uh, StarCraft and and Warhammer 40k. Like, who's ripping off who? It's like, well, I mean they're ripping off each other, but they're they're yeah. all ripping off Dune. You know? <laughs> right? You know, exactly, exactly. Well, so StarCraft was originally going to be a Warhammer 40k RTS. I don't think that's ever been confirmed. I know. Oh, a, really? Yeah, okay. I don't think it's ever been confirmed. Confirmed, but that oh, is okay. that is I... the prevailing, you know, thought that people thought it was going to be Warhammer and whatever. The rights just fell apart at some point, so they modified right. things a little bit. Um, but like the things I've seen about it, um, okay, yeah, like no, they, yeah, they uh, don't other other than like lore for StarCraft. Like the visuals don't really line up, and then like 40k actually adjusted their visuals to look more like StarCraft. Yeah, like yeah, Starcraft I saw that out. a picture of Tyranids, uh, which are like the bug monsters from Starship Troopers. Nick, yeah. Oh, yeah. they <laughs> they look more like uh, the StarCraft Zerg. Do you know StarCraft very well, Nick? I do not. I was actually just looking it up. Oh, okay. So this is a this is a really popular uh, RTS, uh, but yeah. Um, but I do think the lore uh, oh, yeah. brings people to it. I I specifically remember after Dawn of War, uh, hearing on several of the podcasts I listened to that were not about Warhammer 40k. These and some of them were just like generalist podcasts, like kind of what we're doing. Yeah, uh, they would bring up Warhammer lore, you know, 
there's famously my favorite one was the is fast karate for the gentleman and they talked about how the gulab jamun marines would be the most powerful version of chaos marines gulab jamun is an indian dessert that is just so decadent uh yeah but i think i think people are drawn to the to the lore because it's so like it's just so unhinged i mean it's like an 80s action movie it's so over the top right no it is it is it is fun um yeah yeah and there's there's something appealing about it because it is so the entire 40k universe is like a, a whole satire of like if everything in the universe is bad this is this is what the the world would be like kind of thing yeah uh, the, yeah the, the big selling point is there are no good guys in warhammer 40k everyone is a different shade of fucked up and evil right um, and, and and it's not the kind of thing where it's like well, the villain, a good villain is his own hero. It's like, no, no, they, they, they like, like they might personally think they're good, but like your faction within yeah. itself, you all know you're a bunch of pieces of shit. Yeah. You know? like, well, they're yeah. still, they're still like heroic individuals in every sure. faction for the most part. Uh, but yeah, they're all in service to a greater evil. <laughs> right. You know? yeah, if yeah. any one faction could ever win, you know, this giant galaxy of war, it would be bad for everybody sort of thing. Hence the um, eternal battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's, I, I really feel like it's kind of softened in recent years. Uh, and I thought I would, I guess I thought I wouldn't like it, but I'm, I'm completely fine with it. I, I'm not married to this lore in any way. There's no, stories well, that I really like in it. Yeah. But... They, they are focusing more on like characters and you got to have characters that are likable. So that's why things feel like they're getting softer. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, because you have everyone's, to. If everyone's right. an evil shithead, like no one's going to. Right. Yeah. You yes. identify with these characters. Right. You have to empathize with them a little bit. Yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. And you want you want to see characters you like win, too. So, that, you know. Right. They, but so, I mean, for the for the most part, it's still it's been pretty true. But I mean, they definitely like, man, Mr. Robo Gillyman is. He's probably getting closest to like a good guy as we can get in that fucking universe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, re- yes. So he's, uh, I don't want, I guess we shouldn't really get into lore. Let's we'll let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get too into the weeds of the lore, but, uh, yeah. But I'd, I'd uh, rather see some stuff like, no, we have to, we do have to kill those 10,000 babies to stop this chaos, you know, invasion. That's the stuff <laughs> I want. That's what I'm here for in 40K, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick, I have a question for you. Okay. Hypothetically, you were super interested in Warhammer 40k. I know you're not a tabletop guy, and you're like, "Oh, you know what? My kid wants to do it too. Like, oh, maybe we should get into this." So, what? How much do you think it costs to have a full army, like a like a tournament sized army? Tournament sized, and I would say, I don't know, man. Are all the pieces a pain, or like they're ones that are like special? I guess I guess the I guess the better question would be how much would you be willing to spend? Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. What what do you uh, think it should cost? What what yeah, what would be a of... what would be a good investment to make this so a tournament a size? I would if I was gonna be all in for tournament size, I would say maybe like two grand. Oh, it's not that much. You should play. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> just no, because uh, uh, just because of the intricacies of some of the stuff I would imagine, but you know. Yeah. So, okay. Well, it's not that much. So, well, I guess for both of, if you were going to have two armies, uh, okay. one for you and one for like your kid, it would be about two. Grand. Okay. The, so about a thousand. Yeah. If you pay retail price, 
for everything. On average, you're going to pay $900 for a full 2,000-point arm. Just like right. a noob, noob going in, being like, "Give me all the stuff." I'm in. That's if you. That's if like if you don't know anybody who's playing, so you're just ordering off the website, or you're just going okay. to a local game store and buying everything full price. You know. Okay. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. There are cheaper ways to get into it. I would say every full army I've had probably cost me like five hundred dollars. Do you think it's okay. about right, Dave? Something like that. I. I yeah. don't like to think about how much I've spent on the game. <laughs> well, you, you can't think about like your hobbies. You can't think about that, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, you're not doing I drugs. Mean, you're, 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 you know, plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's plastic crack. That's right. Uh, I, I say this as I'm sitting on like seven grand of unopened merchandise, you know, in my spare bedroom right now. Yeah. Too. <laughs> That's a little different though. You, yeah. you just have a game store. Uh, so the worst of the armies, that you only so you need two thousand points, right? The worst of the armies only ha- have one point five point per dollar. Okay, so oh oh oh, math is hard. These are your, these are your spreadsheets. These are my <laughs> spreadsheets. These are my spreadsheets. What what army is this that has the best ratio dollar to point? So it's it's it'd be fourteen hundred dollars for for these bad armies, right? Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Which is a, a newer army, uh, and they do they look okay. They're, they they are, have some pretty cool models. They are the best or the worst. They're the worst. Them really? and uh, Sisters is... of Battle. Admech has Admech has units that you get like it's sixty points and it is sixty dollars. Like they have some of the worst offenders. Uh, That's in the game. Fair, now, all this data comes from the Poor Hammer podcast. If you're interested, I really like the Poor Hammer podcast because they. Yeah, uh, they just seem like good guys, and they're funny. It's uh, so that is a that is a weird army too, because like the last so they came out like three rule sets ago. Yeah, three or four, and then every rule set since then they've gotten a huge wave of new models. Right, so, like yeah, they, just, they get they, a, they get a lot of models. Yeah, yeah, they keep adding on to them. I I don't know if they're super popular or not, but like I it's it's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, especially coming from, so I, I primarily play uh, the Dark Eldar, the Drukari. You're uh, one of the worst. Who, yeah, who in, uh, yeah. They, they had a full army in 3rd edition, didn't get a new army until 6th edition, new models, um, and then basically have not gotten any new models since then. Right. <laughs> They're fancy. They've gotten, yeah, they've gotten some updated plastic models and stuff like that, yeah. but it's just, it's really weird. Yeah. So both armies that we play are in the top five. Uh, uh, but I got, cost. I got, yeah, I got my army for pretty cheap though, because they used to have, they'll sell these like bundles, uh, and the bundle that they sold for the army that I play, the Tau, if you bought three, you had a, you had a perfect base for an army. You just had to buy a couple more things to fill it out. Uh, yeah. and they were like, a, they were like, you know, 150 each. Uh, but to when get you, into it now, it's just so, a guy seems so would, daunting. Would give you sweet deals too. Oh well, no, that too. Well, but if I would have paid retail, it would have been a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I got hooked. <laughs> I got hooked up uh, by the bestest friend in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best army is uh, for money. Yeah, is the um, custodies, adeptus custodies, which is what Henry Cavill plays. If you watched him paint those models, they're a very elite huh. army. You don't have a lot of models. Uh, yeah. on the board and they actually don't have a very big model range they are currently one of the worst armies uh if you care about that but they're really cheap to get into the 
to the game. You get about three and a half points per dollar. So man, you're pretty cheap, especially compared to points. Points the dollars though sound is so that's rough, man. It does sound like not enough, right? <laughs> like yeah, it seems like it should be like ten. You know that I I remember fucking so like Imperial Guard. You used to get you could you the box of uh, Imperial Guardsmen. You would get twenty Imperial Guardsmen for the same price. Yeah, as, like other people were paying for ten models of their mainstay troop. Yeah, and and then they split it up. So it was back down to ten <laughs> ten guard. So it was yeah. like ten guards cost the same as ten Space Marines. Like what? What? Why? I know. Well, same thing for for the army that I play, Tau. They have no options in the box. Uh, so yeah. you just you have you get ten guys. They have the guns that they come with. Yeah, that is gonna cost the same as a Space Marine box, where they have like special weapons, special ranged weapons, special melee weapons. You know, a bunch of little yeah. bibs and bobs you can glue on them. Their pricing is a little shitty, uh, and this is a this is like been a common thing <laughs> for GW. They the the owner of Warhammer 40k, the creating company of for Warhammer 40k, is a Games Workshop. I did a bunch of reading on the history of Games Workshop because I thought it might be interesting. It's it not. is so incredibly uninteresting. They made chessboards, <laughs> yeah. and then they became the sole seller of D&D in the UK. Oh, nice. Yep. They made a bunch of money, and then they started making Warhammer. That's the story. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then the company has gone in wildly different directions over the years and how they treat their game and how yeah. they prioritize things. We're in an upswing right now. They're they're doing a yeah. pretty good job right now, even though their pricing is complete shit. Yeah. So they'll, they'll uh, do things where like they're like, okay, we're gonna balance the game. We're gonna make it a good game, and that will push the models. And then other times they'll go through, fuck the game, push the models. You know, and they'll just, yeah, they'll just fucking shit out these gorgeous looking models that have crazy rules and you know then it's a the game suffers tremendously for it <laughs> so this is the this is the conversation i had with uh people who were really into sports they 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 were all like crazy like football fans right like where they like would call off if michigan lost to ohio state or whatever <laughs> uh, i got to take a day <laughs> they did oh dude they're the worst one they would got one of those guys are you kidding me? oh <laughs> Is it yeah. is it our friend, our mutual friend? Uh, or... No, this is oh, another. Okay. He's a he's a Michigan fan, and he uh, he may still be uh, partying from the weekend. Oh my but god! It is a Kyle? It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Why? You know. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Oh, because well, he probably won a bunch. Of, he probably won a bunch of money on the game. That's why he's partying. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. We are in that lottery pool that he runs. Uh, yeah. So, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, sports analogy. Oh, sports. So, yeah. I was talking to these guys, crazy about sports. They, I would tell them how, like, it sucks because, like, when a new army comes out or a new, like, book for an army comes out, they just buff that army. So, it's like, it's just this revolving, like, ever-increasing power level uh, for the game. Now, they've taken a stance where they're trying to make everything even. They want everyone to be within a certain amount of win-loss percentages. Okay. Uh, and they're doing a pretty good job with it. It's it's really nice. It's a good time to play the game, seemingly. I've only played one game of the new edition. But... So they're trying to, to balance it out so other people can join in and find joy in it? or yeah. Well, they're just, yeah, they're just trying to have a healthy ecosystem for the game to exist in, right? They're, 
they're yeah. they're not trying to like before it was crazy like they would put out a new model a new box and that would be just without even like seeing the rules you knew that was going to be the new toughest thing on the board you know? yeah that was it seventh edition or eighth edition was like that or the the leadership of the company decided we don't care about the rules of the game we're, we we want to sell models we're a model company yeah, I want to say it was eighth because that was around the time. It's um, whenever the Wraith Knight came out. Yeah, for Eldar. Wraith Knight for Eldar is this big walking robot. Um, it happened around the time. So the game that Dave was talking about, the the fantasy version with regimented units, uh, that was called Warhammer or, or Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, and then they did this thing, this event called Warhammer End Times, where they kind of shut the game down. Okay. Uh, it didn't. It didn't go over super well. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then they put out a new game called Age of Sigmar, that was essentially like Calvin Ball rules. Like <laughs> some of the rules were literally like, yeah, if you want to re-roll, as long as you have a bigger mustache than the other person, you <laughs> can have a re-roll. Which it was is a funny. Wild game set. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the, but it's, it's they, funny, they put but out all these new play a game. Yeah, they, they put out all these new models that they were trying to sell, and that's what they were doing. They're just like, we just want to sell the models. We don't care what you do with them. Um, yeah, that was a weird time. Uh, yeah. But the, the company was also, they decided they wanted to be real litigious about their IP um, yeah. because Warhammer Fantasy was basically Lord of the Rings and Warhammer 40K was basically Dune at the time. They're like, well, we got we to gotta, we gotta fix everything. So we got to rename everything here. We got to... Stop using generic right. terms like elf and dwarf and space marine. <laughs> yeah, we got to come up with our own thing. So these these are this is the Eldari and this is the fucking Adeptus Astarte and fucking all this right. bullshit. Yeah, so they because they, well, they tried the generic, to. But yeah, they tried the copyright space marine, and everybody's like, "What are you talking about?" Everybody fucking says space marine. Halo exists. Starship yeah. Troopers exists, which you copied, which is fine. I don't care. You know. Yeah. But like, don't yeah. They, they, got, they, they, they tried real... to lock it all down. They even renamed all the paints that they saw so yeah. that they could copyright the names. So they could copyright the name of the paints, yeah. yeah. They got they got real litigious about their IP. Blood Red was gone. Now there's Mephiston Red. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, it and is all the colors, they, and they were all slightly different, too. So if <laughs> you were yeah. at the time oh, in the middle yeah, of painting sucked. an army, it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because you were using that pink, right? And then they just got rid yeah. of it? I yeah. was using a pink that was called Tentacle Pink, uh, yeah. and they were like, "This this doesn't exist anymore." Yeah, they replaced God. it with like Screamer Pink, which is like a way it's like made more washed out, a much more like pastel pink. Yeah, uh, God, I mean it's man. a fine color, but it's like yeah, like you really screwed us all over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a company that's kind of been at odds with its player base a lot, right? As most capital ventures go, and yeah, putting out a product of entertainment opposed to. I don't know. Well, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, people, you know, people will just gobble up Disney. Disney will do horrible things, and they're like, it's fine. I'll pay for it. You know, I'll pay whatever they want. I love this Disney stuff. GW fans, I think, are pretty vocal about it. I wonder if it is because there's so much more of an investment, you know? Like like you said, you know, we've spent several thousand dollars on this game so far. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think I it comes know. from different places, too. Like, Warhammer kind of came from like a kind of a punk rock, you know, counterculture background. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So like the oldest players are like, well, what is this corporate bullshit you're trying to pull on us now? Kind of. Thing yeah. 
I don't know. Whereas, like, yeah, if, if you were a Disney diehard, it's because you just love princesses as a little kid, and that is just right. your brain is melted now as an adult. Right. <laughs> the magic. The magic is real. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you, it is hard to go there and not get sucked in. It's a, it's so much it. fun. It's like walking around inside a movie. I love going there. And like, there's bubbles everywhere. Like, you can't be pissed when there's bubbles in the air. You're like, ah, yeah. Like, the world would be a better place if bubbles were just everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I actually had a parent apologize to me. I was like, "We're in Disney. The more bubbles, the better." And they're like, "Cool, man." Yeah, Hell yeah, man. you're right. Like, yeah. like I'm yelling at their kid. Like, come on, let's go get a Casey's fucking dog and let's just let's bury this. Uh, only good restaurant in the parks. Well, Epcot's great. Epcot has great food. Uh, yeah. So I thought it would be fun. There's actually not a lot of super fun. Uh, uh, what what's the word? Controversies. For GW, I thought there would be much more, uh, but just like their founding, it's super boring. There's yeah, I only found yeah. two good ones, and they both involve neo Nazis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, their controversies are always we've made uh, an unpopular, you know, capitalistic decision. <laughs> no, yes, yes, and that's and they're not, you know, that's not that fun, you know. Yeah, like like uh, like shutting down juicy. fan, yeah, shutting down fan made projects, which is super shitty. Well, they bought, yeah, so they made this, uh, they made a streaming service and they bought out all these fan-made animations. They really cracked down on fan animations specifically. Yeah. So when you watch something kind of shitty, but someone made it by themselves, it's, oh, this is great, right? Like, oh, this person spent so much time making this, right? Yeah. But when it's owned by a, like a multi-billion dollar corporation and they're still putting out stuff of that quality, it's like, well, why? Why isn't it better? You know, like what what yeah. value have you added by seizing this and now making me pay to watch? You know, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Nothing I've ever watched from that Warmer Plus like video series has been good. Like I've never watched anything and been like, oh, this is super cool. I want to see more. It's always been like, uh, or no, it's bad. And it's it's a company that has put out a lot of mixed. They they put out a bunch of good video games back in the day. Dawn of War uh, was an RTS that was kind of universally loved, and still actually has a decent amount of people playing it. Yeah. Um. What's the Total War Warhammer? Yep. Is that what it's called? Yep. Total War. But that's I mean, so they, successful that yeah, the they, game I was talking about that they ended. Oh, you go ahead, sir. I was gonna say like, but GW has nothing to do with it. They just license the IP to right. Um, right. Is it Paradox? Who fucking that sounds right. Uh, whoever does the Total War games. Uh, Total War is a, a series who made uh, like Medieval Total War, Shogun Total War, yeah. Rome Total War. These like these RTS like battle games like you, you field an army and stuff and just go at it. Then they slapped on the, the Warhammer Fantasy units and it became a huge success. Um, they've made three of them now and these games are just churning out money for. Uh, oh, it's Creative Assembly. That's who it is. Um, yeah, it it revived, <laughs> it revived the their Warhammer brand, yeah, the fantasy brand that, that they killed. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna bring it back now because it's it's such a popular game. Uh, yeah, so so loved. I I do uh, and I do play the hell out of those games, the Total War games. It seems really cool. I wish they had one for forty k. Kind of, I I, not not the exact same game, but I I wish I they mean, would do something similar. I don't see why they can't. Yeah, I just don't know if it fits as well. Because it's it's not a it's not a land, you know. I, I guess you could have wars over planets. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh... So at a certain point, the the fandom got so gross that <laughs> that Warhammer, because these we talked about this a little bit last time, these these terrible things like, oh, yeah, we want to see lore where it's like, oh, we have to burn down this orphanage to save this relic because that's going to protect Earth. Right. Yeah. People took that as like, yeah, no, that's a good thing that that's happening. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it's we yeah earlier we we mentioned how everyone is a bad guy in warmer 40k um that nuance even though it is very clear is lost on some people and they really really start to identify with some of these things and see like no it's fine you sometimes you do have to kill a million people to save right you know something it's like yeah you're not supposed to identify with them or they're all bad guys it's like yeah the Imperium of Man is terrible. <laughs> right. They, yeah. It's it's horrendous. It's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but people saw them as like, no, they're good. Look how strong they are. Right. So they they I guess they wanted to be that. Uh, yeah. Space so Marines anyway, specifically like super militaristic, you know, racist, like literally anything that's not a human is the bad guy. And oh, no matter. Yeah. No matter what situation. Like they're well, one they're of the just... rallying cries is die Zeno scum. <laughs> yeah. And they're literally they're literally like morons with guns. Like they're they they're they're just single minded idiots for the most part, right? Like yeah. they're just yelling, you know, fire and then killing dozens of people that they yeah. They don't even really know why they're there. Literally genetically know? engineered from children to become super soldiers with nothing right. they have no other purpose other than to kill. Yeah. It's like if you ever talk to somebody who just had STEM education about politics, it's like that, you know, like arts and humanities are important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they put out this they put out this thing saying, essentially, if you hate people, you can go and we don't care. We won't be missed. Right. Yeah. This is this is the company Games Workshop put out. A yes. The game, um, yeah. And they, they had to reiterate that. You know, the game is satire. Everyone yeah. is bad. Yeah, they're like, this is a grim, dark setting. We don't think that's good, right? <laughs> we, yeah. we don't think that things should be grim and dark, you know? Yeah. Uh, so the two controversies I found out after. So that's that's a thing that uh, that, that a lot of players really had a lot of problems with. Uh, and and I, I, I urge you to go out and read it. Just type in Warhammers for everyone and read it. <laughs> it, is the, it is the softest nicest yeah. like three paragraphs and it's to be just fair, like the, the people who nice. yeah the vocal minority that took offense to this are guys like i don't, I don't know how online you are like, um you know there there's a there's a subset of people who have like uh like their avatar little icon be like the uh marble bust of a of a philosopher or yeah yeah like a <laughs> Yes. Or like a Babylonian warlord, and they think, you know, they yes. think they, yeah, they're super high IQ, you know, people. Yeah, it's it's like those guys, but for they're specifically for Warhammer. Like they're all guys who have like Space Marine avatars. They're all like oh, Black Crusader, yeah. you know, guy, <laughs> Black Templar, yeah. whatever they're fucking called. Um, yeah, and they and they've made their whole personality. They they've tied themselves so intrinsically to like these these characters these space marines and thinking that they're heroic good guys that when the company says no 
they're kind of bad guys. They like lose their fucking mind. <laughs> right. And I guess that's like, kind of oh, what I mean. The, the woke leftists have ruined the game now. <laughs> yeah. They literally call it woke hammer because they're uh, dude. I know. I just you can use that word for anything. You're just like, oh <laughs> fuck. This pasta under it's undercooked. It's so woke. <laughs> this is a woke dish. Yeah. Uh so some examples of these these kind of uh terrible, terrible humans we're talking about. There was a Spanish Warhammer tournament. Okay. Oh yeah. This is the famous one. Yeah. This guy shows up. He signs up under the name um Austrian painter, right? Obviously alluding to the fact that he's Hitler. He's what he's got badges on his like clothing. Yeah. It's like it's a swastika made of swastikas and then like <laughs> oh. other German iconography. And so people refuse to play him. They're like, I'm not going to play this Nazi, right? But in Spain, you can't discriminate against people based on ideology. And mm. Nazi, being a Nazi is not illegal, right? Yeah. So the tournament, are, the tournament uh, runners are like, there's literally nothing we can do. We have to let him play. You don't have to play him, right? Yeah. Uh, so he got a free win. I like to think the tournament organizers then put him against the best players there. Uh, cause he, he did not place anywhere worth note. Um, yeah. And then Warhammer made a statement that it's like, if you show up to a official Warhammer tournament, uh, we don't care. You're not allowed to play if you're wearing Nazi iconography. Right. Uh, once again, this upset a certain portion of, uh, <laughs> the, the, the fans. And it's, it's literally like, well, I guess Warhammer is not for everyone. It's it's literally like it's that yeah. it's that terrible alt right argument of like we just have differing philosophies and it's like yeah but your philosophy is genocide <laughs> yeah so yeah. so much for the tolerant left you know <laughs> yeah exactly no that's the shit they say dude it is infuriating yeah uh, the other one was a was a lore YouTuber um, he's still around so I don't really want to say his name and who the fuck cares right but he would make very like divisive videos uh the one that really got him into trouble so he he had made one called diversity it's like oh it's like diversity in warhammer yeah no (laughs) or something like that like it's really shitty right he didn't he didn't want to see uh like black characters in in the game because he's like well they're supposed to look like they're they're person that they're they're most space marines have like genetic material from another person in them okay and he's like they're supposed to look like that person uh and instead of just accepting like well sure but they could be they could still be a black guy who gets this genetic material and then slightly looks more like that guy right yeah and he's like yeah he's like no it's very clear it is not clear uh he's an idiot uh yeah but so he he finally it finally blew up when he he literally made a video about how black characters just look wrong as space marines right <laughs> and he, man he he died on this hill right and you'll still come across people who are what like no he, you're not listening to what's up what did he what did he say about the salamanders out of curiosity so that's what's so nick the salamanders are are space marines who when they take the genetic material their skin turns completely black right okay yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're a space marine chapter of all black guys yeah the video has been taken down so I don't know. Okay. I can't find it. Uh, I assume it is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Or, or is it fine because it's 
they're not really black guys. They're just from the planet Nocturne. The you know whatever. That's not, yeah. I mean, I assume that's what it is. I assume that's what it, that's how he he reads it. But it's it's so frustrating. You know, you're we're all just fucking baby men playing a child's game. You know, like this is a game. They're so yeah. the player they're aiming at is 16 years old. That's when they want to get you into this, right? And that's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Play is important for adults to take it so seriously. You know. Yeah, uh, one uh, of the one of the big controversies right now is, and me, Brent, we're talking about it earlier. Was uh, there's kind of a push um, for more female inclusion in the hobby because traditionally uh, it has been a very male dominated. I just want to, uh, I just want to kind of hear real quick. When we were running tournaments, somebody's yeah. girlfriend showed up and was like leaning on the table, looking at the models, and she did play, but she was not playing in that tournament. And I was like taking pictures of the tournament to put up on Facebook to like get people to come out. Yeah. I took so many pictures with like her in the background, like to make it look like, like, see, chicks show up, dude. You know, <laughs> just like it's fine, it's not weird. Yeah. So traditionally, been a very male centric game. You know, yeah. all the game designers are, are, you know, they're pasty English white guys. Um, so it, and the, the, a lot of the, a lot of the factions kind of reflect this too. Only more recently have they, you know, in the woke hammer times, uh, tried to be a little you know, less uh, ethnocentric about this shit. <laughs> right. Um, so there, there's been a push um, to say, hey, how about some female inclusion in the model range? Um, outside of there is one token female faction that are all BDSM nuns. Um, oh, I don't know if you can call them token, though. Like, this is a battle are legitimately cool. Well, I mean, they are sure. BDSM nuns. They are, they, BDSM. Are, they are. They are a cool fucking faction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I would, well, yeah, I would and say are, are pretty, they're pretty inclusive as far as genders. Uh, yeah. Well, more recently. Oh, same, okay. Same with the elder, okay. but they, you know, they're space elves. So nobody gave a shit. Right. Um, and then, I mean, sisters of battle were a very, neg- they, they were also a dead faction up until, you know, what, two, three years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, so a they were, a t- that, they, but... they were a token faction that went extinct because GW didn't right. care about them. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, but so, uh, in particular, they want female space Marines. The, the flagship, uh, model range for the company are the, the space Marines, you know, the super soldiers. Um, yeah. The ones, so the, the these... space Marines actually, they make up 50% of their sales. Yeah. That's because uh, you got those white guys that are really clamoring it, over it. Yeah. Or... Exactly. And, that, and they're like, <laughs> How about how about some female options for those guys? You know, because uh, there's no there's no reason why there couldn't be. But yeah. but the big controversy with the vocal minority is, oh, my God, there could never be. How Why would you say that you're ruining the game? If, if a space marine was a woman, it would ruin the game. So like so like me, when I had space marine armies, I don't like to paint. First of all, I don't like to paint faces and I only want my like my characters, my really important guys to be modeled with no helmet. So their like hair is showing their face is showing. So literally they're upset that the, the person inside of the fake plastic mini huh. might be a girl. Yeah. Cause there wouldn't be any difference, you know? Yeah. yeah I was looking yeah. up the sisters of battle and their armor seemed impractical. It is, yeah. oh, but I mean, that's not... not, it's, it's, that's yeah. a whole thing. Uh, armor is not just about practicality, but you're right. It's really understand. They, if you were to throw a boots. woman, yeah. If you were to, if you were to throw to a woman into the Imperium, a man 
armor, she would be the, the same thing, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, does so with them, they have this genetic material. Does that make them somehow stronger? Or does the suit make them stronger? Or is it a combination of? It's a combination. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So the, the the a brief lore breakdown is there's there was the Emperor Man who is the Paragon human. Uh, he made twenty sons who were all Paragons of Man as well. And then those 20 sons, their gem- genetic material makes up the Space Marine Legions uh, in something called the Gene Seed, which turns, you know, a regular human into like a super mutant freakish soldier. Kind of it gives them a bunch of redundant organs, makes them stronger and faster than a regular man, you know, makes them you know, a foot and a half taller, two feet taller. Yeah, all they're, kinds of crazy they're shit. incredibly tough. These are guys who can like they can like withstand the vacuum of space for like hours. You know, they're. Yeah. They're it's the, epi- all kinds the epitome of, of humanity. In one of, in okay. one of the old Space Marine books, it talks about all the shit the Gene Seed does. Like, there's weird things. Like yeah. They can spit acid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They can eat eat the flesh. people to get their memories or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something really weird. It's like, yeah. All, yeah, they have, it grows redundant organs and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, it makes them, you know, by human standards, nigh unkillable. Uh, in tabletop standards, it doesn't mean anything, but... Um, right in the in the lore, you know, they are. Yeah, they are. But if this is your voice. identity, if this is your yeah. identity. It means right. Something. Yeah. <laughs> so when they first started making these Space Marine models, they they made female Space Marine models, and they just didn't sell. Right. Nobody was interested in them. Uh, so they stopped making. Yeah. Says a lot about the fan base, but yeah. Well, it was the eighties. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. You know, gender roles were, you know, even narrower then. Uh, so. At some point, they put in this lore about how, like, only men can receive the gene seed, right, to become. <laughs> which, yeah. like, okay, fair yeah. enough, right? That's in the lore. Only a man can in take more, it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In more <laughs> recent lore, they wanted to make the space, space marine models were kind of old, and their their scale actually wasn't very good. They're, like, they had, like, really big heads. Like, if you actually, they looked okay. But if like you actually saw a being that looked like that, like life size, they would look stupid. So they wanted to make them like more real scale. Yeah. So they they made a larger space marine. And then yeah. to explain it in lore, they said that this is a whole new army just genetically made in a vat, right? Yeah. But for some reason, still for these bros, they couldn't have made one or two women. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. I think in the same section that yeah, in one of the old books where they talk about like everything the gene scene does, they try to explain the like stupid proportions of the space marines. They, they do, they, yeah. It yeah, causes gigantism they, they... in the head and stuff. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's super. <laughs> because they want them to look. Because when you have the model on the table, if you have like a helmetless model, they want the head to look good on the body. Right. So that would, yeah, it makes sense. But when you like think about taking them out of the armor, it's like, oh no, that head would be giant. On right. what would be under the arm, <laughs> right? Compared to his tiny baby body, <laughs> yeah. uh, he has a really strong neck with a big head because of the G. Yeah. Only men yeah. can take. Okay, right. It's just silly stuff. But yeah, it's no, not a game yeah. people take too seriously, like any so, fandom. We should say that is all internet shit. Ninety-nine percent of interactions in real life have been positive for me. Uh, yeah, for there's the been a couple. Part. Yeah, there's been a couple bad things. We did have a guy. Oh man, do you remember that guy who smelled so bad? It was like we put him by the door 
<laughs> like when we no. had like the door open. Do you remember that? Vaguely. And I think didn't we have to talk to him? Be like, hey, bud, you I gotta like. That's a tough. That's a tough combo. Oh man. Yeah. Not, well, because you know you're dealing like, with basement. It's like nerds. twenty guys fucking crammed into like a small room. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. smelled it. I smelled it literally. It yeah, yeah like it you, smelled like jujitsu. Is what it any game any like game shop, any, yeah. any game shop will have that. It's like, man, if you're gonna be here, you gotta you gotta wear deodorant. You gotta take a shower. Man, I kind of want to get into this and see what happens. It sounds fun. <laughs> for the most part, like I said, for the right. most part, it's just it's just a good time. It is a fun game if you're if you're yeah. into like military strategy and shit like that. It is it is a good time. It is a fun yeah. game. Like especially the tournaments we ran because like you could. You could place, and even if you're like a pretty mediocre player, because I think we were really fair about uh, matchups and things like that. Like if all the really good players came, they just played each other, that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's a uh, it's a good time if you're if you're yeah, into yeah. modeling. I think you have to enjoy the hobby aspect to uh, to get into. Well, it sounds like, like that's that. a big commitment. Not right off the bat is like doing the modeling thing. It is. That it is a, a big commitment. Yeah. Yeah, well, and like, so like what I'm doing right now, I'm I'm magnetizing guns so that I can do all the different options because like you'll have like a tank, right? And it can mm-hmm. take two different guns for its main gun. Okay. So I'm magnetizing it so I can swap out the guns so I can play it both ways, right? Hmm. And it's like incredibly time consuming. <laughs> it takes it takes forever to to put together units now. But most people don't do that though. Yeah. Well, certain armies have it worse than others. Like I have, I have specific units that it'd be silly not to make. You, you do specifically have an army who has units that are base battle suit that have fifteen different weapon options yeah. that you can take. Yeah, they've got no, four no other armies they can really put, have. Yeah. yeah, have models like that. <laughs> well, because like then, you play another. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask. So you can like within your turn you can switch weapons is that how that no works? no no that... no no between okay. games between games. oh so like once you're committed you're committed yeah for the for the battle yeah. you're playing okay yeah. but everything's yeah, you... like everything's okay too you just got to use it how it's designed to be used and it's, yeah you make a, you, know, you make a roster so like yeah. when you sit down to play you agree to a point value for the game so like uh, we're gonna play a thousand point game or we're gonna play a two thousand point game you know whatever um and then you build your army within that point limit. Uh, each model has a set number of points you have okay. um you used uh it's it's changed a little bit. You used to have like battlefield roles like you would have HQ units and then troops and fast attack, heavy support, stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. HQ and, was like your generals, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And and you would build your army within these combinations of things. Um it's kind of gone away from that now. It's made it a little simpler. Uh now I think you just you can't have more than 3 of any one um model or a unit type so like yeah unless you're, they're you're, your base dude unless they're like your your main your mainline troops you can yeah. have, can you have six of those or can you, you can have, have six of those okay um but yeah so if you wanted a, like an army that was all tanks and you know fast units you can you know but whatever which is nice i i think yeah. it, i think it leads to a fun list building you know yeah like a, yeah i don't know games in a good spot if you get if you get the option, so there are smaller versions too. So you play the main game, the real game. I would say at two thousand points, but there are like there's kill team, which is like you have like six infantry models, right? Uh, there's 
combat patrol, which is the next one up. So maybe you have two units and like a light tank. And then there's boarding action, which I think is above that. And that's like half the size of a real game. So they've, they've put in, um, they've put in smaller games so that you you can do something while you're building your army. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And especially the, the smallest one kill team it's, it's super fleshed out. And there are, there are people who only play kill team. Uh, yeah. So yeah. anyway, Nick, what army are you playing? <laughs> Ooh, I've I looked up a couple of ones you've mentioned. And... Just cut the check, buddy. Yeah, just Let's get into it. it. Uh, what was the one that I can see? What's the one that you use, Dave? The one that you said you? Uh, uh, I play uh, the Elders Drukari. Or... Yeah, the Dark Eldar. Yeah, they look pretty sweet. I can see why you would use them. They're cool. Um, and, and then Brent plays the Tau. Yeah, that's like more of like the. There looks like there's some like robots in there. They're... Yeah, people are really yeah. mean to you if you play Tau. They they call you a weeb, and yeah. they say that you like <laughs> anime, whether you do or not. Even though you do, it's super funny because like their soldiers like they claim like their their army is only a shooting based army. Like they have no <laughs> they have no guys that can fight in close combat. But like yeah. their guys carry like katanas and stuff like that stuff. So they're like it's got huge weeb energy to it. Nobody carries a fucking katana. They all carry That's katanas. How. It's the dude. It, it was no called one the has a katana. It, it was called the bonding knife. And it's they all a tiny knife that they never pull out of the sheath. Dude, it is a sword. Look at it. It's a tiny knife. Look You're at me. the cadre fireblade. Let me go get. <laughs> it's a fucking. It's a full ass sword. I'm sure it's a dagger. <laughs> He's not even. He's holding it upside down. It's a tiny dagger. <laughs> does it doesn't know how to use it. Like basically, yeah. No, they're terrible at close combat. Yeah, yeah. and then even then, they're, well, not one, even, they're not even good yeah. at shooting either. Well, they are now. <laughs> they are now. If you do your, if you do your observations, you can, you can, you have to do stuff to make them good at shooting. You can do stuff, yeah. and then they're pretty good at shooting. But yeah, yeah it's weird. They're a shooting space. army that's not very good at shooting. Yeah, they're doing pretty well though. They're they're, they're up in the middle of the pack. Uh, no end of last edition they were awful i couldn't i literally couldn't do anything you know like i was setting up against terrible players uh and there's just there's just nothing you can do but they're in a good spot player though too i'm a very mediocre player dave's a very good player Um, sounds like it i've scored i've I've, (laughs) i always i bring up that i have finished higher in tournaments than dave that's the only thing i can say but dave is dave i think i've beat dave like once or twice uh, you've de- you've definitely beat me. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how many times. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot. But you're also like in it, my head. So I, am, I think it'd be. Tough, I don't even try but... to be in your head. I know. I just. Ooh. I don't know. I think Brent's in his own head. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Be... Yeah. That's the real answer. That's the real. Answer. So like, so which all, one like you can like? pick? Can you pick any of these armies, or you can pick any of those armies, man? There's so yeah, many, some of the, and they all look some super of the armies cool. You, yeah, you can even mix and match armies and stuff. And I do like, think, uh, like, uh, like Dave was saying, the aesthetic is the most important part because you are going to be, you're going to see every nook and cranny of that model. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I a hundred percent. You should, you should pick an army based on what you think looks cool because uh, yeah. every army can kind of do anything depending on you know what you want your play style to be. So you want, you want the army that you think looks the you. Uh, yeah, and I, I have a bad habit of talking about how good armies are. Uh, but that's really just at like the higher levels of play for 90% of the people that play the game. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Kind of like the world, uh, the world eaters. Pretty Fuck nice yeah, bro. Yeah, 
That is my Big favorite chaos. Big old chaos room. boy over here. Dude, nothing wrong with that. How about Angron? <laughs> That's actually like really skulls. good. Uh, That's a really yeah. yeah well, they're collecting they, them. Yeah, for the for the skull throne. <laughs> yeah, they're collecting skulls uh, for the skull throne. Uh, these are my for people. The blood god. Yeah, I'm so here. world leaders actually. If you buy the exalted of the red angel and the combat patrol world leaders, you've got Man, like a thousand I points. I don't even know what you just said, little kid. Oh, I'm sorry. They're they're um, <laughs> if you're on the GW <laughs> website, they're combo like uh, boxes, right? Yeah. So yeah, so you're in like whatever three hundred bucks, but you're you're almost there. Uh, the only problem with the world leaders, they don't have a lot of models because okay. they're they're like a sub faction of chaos space yeah marines. but there's nothing so, i mean if, if you wanted to if you wanted to flush them out you would play them with generic chaos space marines but you don't need okay. to but you, you don't could. need to yeah yeah if you want uh, if you wanted tanks and stuff like that right i think the necrons look kind of cool too even though they're Ooh, yeah dave has a pretty extensive really old necron army yeah sweet edition necron army too. yeah <laughs> they sound they sound cool too Always yeah, they are, are pretty cool. So they're yeah, difficult. Are, yeah. uh, so, like their base models are really easy to paint, but their their some of their vehicles are so like the if you see the Ghost Arc and the Doomsday Arc, they are notoriously difficult to paint because those little spiny boys. Yeah, it's hard to get in between those little spiny boys. I mean, it depends on how uh, how much like highlighting and stuff you're gonna do. I think you just hit it with a dry brush and call it a day, but. Uh, yeah. So I just I just saw the Tau army and I'm cracking up because that looks like total like eighties uh like anime like, anime cart yeah. That's that's so, really cool though. Yeah. The rumor no. is the rumor is is that GW found out about how much money people spend on Gundam models, right? Yeah, yeah. What are called gunpla. And they're like, well, let's just fucking make them. And then you can play a fucking game too. Uh, and that's literally when I got back into Warhammer and I got into Tau, that's, I made, I put together like four gunpla and I'm like, man, I wish I could fucking play a game with these. And I was like, oh fuck, I could play Tau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he does. And now I do. And then, Perfect uh, sense. Yeah. These are fun. some cool models though. They are. They're pretty cool. Yeah. It's a fun game. Uh, but if you don't like tabletop games and it's like, like it's a time commitment, man, you're. You're playing that oh, game. For I mean, minimum I, two hours. <laughs> I think the big issue is like I find these games to be fascinating, but I've never had anyone to play them with. Um, that's a that's common. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I've always found like D and D to be exciting and interesting, but uh, the one guy I played with moved away. So it was well. Oh yeah. yeah. So I could just start to dip my toe, and then it's like taken away from me. That uh, that is the hard part. Yeah, it's. Finding the community and being able to latch on to the community. Like, there was a fucking, there was a long time where, like, me and Brent were just hooking up with internet weirdos trying to play yeah. games. Yeah. And it was, I mean, fucking, we were, it, was, it was so rough. There was a guy who was kind of running the Warhammer community in this area. Yeah. And he moved away. And then it was, I think it was kind of you and me. Yeah. Doing it then. And then, uh, one of the store we preferred to have the, the tournaments at closed and that kind of shot it in the foot. But, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ben. Yeah, Ben. This dude, he barely played the game. He just ran the community for everyone. It was just, he was such a nice guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's what it is. You need you need people who are willing to like. Cause I, I don't know if people know they probably do, but like nerds can be mean 
Like if you go into a nerd store and you don't know what you're doing, oh yeah, sometimes they're just shitheads to you. You know, yeah, that's way what that's like everyone. Like that's you know, Jock's always get a bad rap. And yeah, but nerds are yeah. pretty bad too, man. Yeah, well, the difference is nerds don't beat people up though; they're just rude to them, and they make you feel the feels where you're like, "Whoo, I wasn't ready to hear the truth." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude!" It's like that was you cut to the core. Yep. Yeah. No, you I don't know. The fat joke to. Yeah, I mean, I remember going into the game room here in, in Toledo when I was young, just got into D and D, and I'm like, "You got D and D models?" He's like, "Yeah, what do you need?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. We haven't like made characters yet." He's like, "Well, you have to know," and that was it, man. That was the whole conversation. I was like, "That's just bad customer service." No, hundred percent. I didn't go back for years. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, brutal. I was a kid need, too, man. I was so little. You need safe spaces, yeah. man. Like not to be like too woke but you need a place to like develop that you can't just like shit on people who are interested in it like, yeah i don't have time for bullshit yeah right yeah so that store is not like that anymore uh no. at least not not in my recent experiences they're very cool uh, and then we have the dragon roost in town which is like just, which is there more than I, one I really like store. it's very nice people is no there's only one dragon the... roost okay the one in uh over here yeah they didn't yeah. move yeah. yeah, it was over. It was closer to where I live, and then it moved yeah. further. But yeah, we actually uh, there. It is just finding the right guy. Um, there, yes. there is a super nice guy who has bounced around from like every game store. His name is Bruce. He's an older guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He's super nice guy. But yeah, he would is take he the time. Around? He's still alive. I, I assume so. Okay. I, I can't remember. I, it's been a couple of years since I've seen him, but I mean, he wasn't yeah. that old. But yeah, he would he would take the time. Oh. He would sit down with you and help you figure stuff out. And then he would try to get you to play whatever random ass game he's playing currently. But <laughs> well, because he's been he's like, uh, you know how like comedians end up not being funny because they're so funny that they've like transcended normal humor. Does that make sense to you? Or like, sure, sure. or like you keep you keep drinking wine and it's like I can't get off on normal wine anymore. I need like. <laughs> You know, I need the stuff with human blood in it, like you know, like yeah. Hellraiser stuff. That's how he was with games. You know, he's like, "You want to play this fucking artisanal yeah, he... Swedish miniature game?" And I'm like, "No, dude, I can't even read the instructions." Yeah, you know? no, like, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that was his life. That was his hobbies. It was his job. Yeah, yeah, he was a games guy. Uh, he loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fun. So, I don't know. And then like you get to meet. You get to meet cool people. Every store has its own like uh, personality, kind of. It's it's fun. Like when we go on when I go on vacations with my wife, I make it a point to find whatever yeah, like local, the best tour in town is, tour yeah, store local, in town is, and I'll pop in local game store. Yeah, and just go feel it out. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Some most of them are pretty cool. Some of them are a little dingy and bad. But... So like you know what Magic the Gathering is, right, Nick? No, I do. Unfortunately. So the worst thing in the world is when I walk into, oh, this is the best hobby store. This is the best hobby game store. Yeah. I walk in and I find out it's a magic store. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they don't even have anything. They just got a case full of like $10,000 cards. This is so stupid. Yeah, it's a small cramped room with like five folding tables, a bunch yeah. of sweaty kids playing card yeah. games. Best fucking yeah. store in town. It's like, I'm out of here, dude. This is the like, worst. Aw, yeah, it's a bad I store. Can never, I can never get into to that game. It's just yeah, like, only only super losers played Magic the Gathering. Dave told me about a ver- oh my god, Dave told me about a version of it that sounded pretty fun. Where you you don't start with a your own deck, you open up yeah a booster draft uh, yeah yeah booster draft. You oh, open yeah, up I, boosters 
and you take cards out. Yeah, before I played uh, Warhammer uh, and and during, I did play a ton of Magic the Gathering. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my, just my, my friends play pretty heavily. Like they are really. I've yeah. never. Did I? I used to go to the tournaments for that too. I, you know, tens of thousands of dollars into cards and stuff like that. See, uh, so I feel like I could do it where like you're playing at home and it's like I really want to play this deck. I can't afford this card. So I'm just going to print this off and tape it to another. Card. That's what my buddy yeah. does. He, yeah, that's the way it. to do it. Dude. That's yeah. the way to do it. But uh, no, so yeah, booster st- booster drafting is a lot of fun. Basically, you buy, sounds cool. you buy three or four packs of cards and then uh, you sit in your group with, you know, however many people are doing it. You open a pack, you, you take one card for your deck that you're going to build and then you pass mm-hmm. the deck to the left. Uh, and then you so you have a pack now that has one card missing and you build a deck that way. Just going around until all the cards are chosen. And then you build yeah. a deck, and then whoever wins gets a few more booster packs. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Do you have to yeah. take mana? Or... Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, you don't get mana in booster packs, so... like the store oh, you don't? Just, okay. Yeah, the store okay. will just be like, hey, here's a bunch of mana. No, yeah, mana's take, free. Take I know. Yeah. There's always a box full of mana. <laughs> yeah, the resource like, yeah. card. Yeah. See, when it was that, when uh, Magic came out, I had a choice between that, and I chose Rage. Uh... And that game isn't uh, around anymore, so I chose right here. <laughs> I like the artwork called... on the cards and stuff. It was called Rage. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's based. I'm on the. I'm looking it up. It's based off something a role playing game called Werewolf the Apocalypse, and basically it was a card oh. game, and it has really good. Uh, the artwork on it, if you like werewolves, if you like that kind of, stuff, it would be up your alley. So that's kind of why I was yeah. into it, because, um, you know. But yeah, I chose that, and I had. Uh, I don't oh, actually know that I knew oh. how to play, because no one ever played it. Like me and my buddies played. There was three oh, of us. We yeah, all got cards, nice. and we're like, I think we're playing it right. We have no idea. So yeah, this looks vaguely familiar. Yeah, it was like this is a game, and then it just kind of <laughs> shit the, the bed. Only, so. The only card, the only collectible card game I played was the Dragon Ball Z CCG, uh, and it was like partially cooperative. It was not a good game. Mostly, I just wanted to own more Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. I do like the computer versions of card games, though. I think it's because you don't have to know the the rules inside out because you can't do anything illegal. You know. Yeah, yeah that makes it easier. Uh, makes it yeah. easier. Yeah, and I do okay actually. Like uh, when I played the Magic: The Gathering one, I I won more games than I lost. Right, and that's all yeah. I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> no, it is yeah. fun. I I did like uh, what is I don't know, Arena is what it was called. Uh, Magic yeah. Gathering Arena. I yeah. just I don't approve of any buying digital cards. Though. I never bought any cards. Yeah, I, know, I just you, played. Yeah, yeah you I can you can get away game. with not doing it typically, but yeah, like if you if you try to play it like competitively at all, it's like the, it quickly falls apart because yeah. it is pay to win. And I yes, exactly. Well, that's regular magic too. Well, I don't I don't like the buying packs. I don't mind buying like expansions. You know, yeah. kind of like how Hearthstone does it. I know Hearthstone you can buy packs, but I'm saying like. They make an expansion, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll buy the expansion. You get some single-player stuff, and then you also get access to these new cards that have come out. I'm okay with that. But the 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 gambling is just so... I don't get it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, okay. Well, well that was really fun, guys. I'm, I love talking about Warhammer 40k. I think we got a little too in the weeds <laughs> at certain yeah. parts. But did we, did we talk bad. about everything that you wanted to talk about with 40k? Yeah, no, I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go over it. Give a nice, just want to kind of talk about it. Just a just a nice like pulled back view of what Warhammer 40k is. 
Yeah. Uh, Thanks for letting me tag along. It was fun. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to hear that you don't think it's uh super terrible. I'm glad you have like I, I'm not saying you're gonna play it. I'm just saying that, like it's nice to see that like it's like oh that looks like a fun thing to do. It is it know? is hard to deny that they you know that it's not cool looking like the right. having right. neat looking little models and stuff. They are it's you know it's yeah. a it's a neat thing. Uh, yeah, I'll probably need hobbies after my kids are older and they leave. That's a hundred percent what's going to happen. I love that. Like all my, well, most of my friends only have like one kid, but they're like old enough where they don't need them all the time. Like they're not on death watch anymore, you know? Yeah. So like they're all shown back up, you know, like my buddy, my like best friend, he was like, you want to go to this concert? I'm like, bro, we haven't really hung out in like six years. Like, <laughs> sure. But like, this is weird. You're acting like it's not a big deal, you know? <laughs> Just resurfaces. Yeah, just yeah, Sammy. Just like you know, he's come out of the parenting cocoon, and he's like, "Let's go do all this shit." It's like, buddy, I don't do that stuff anymore. (laughs) It's like, oh man, I've missed the last you know four years. You sure? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All right. Well, if you uh, have a topic for us, please reach out mwiopod at gmail dot com. But besides that, I don't have anything. You guys got anything else? Hell no. All right. Awesome. All right, well, bye-bye then. Goodbye. Have a wonderful evening.